hi and welcome back to bird is the word podcast i am back yet again with another story thank you so much for being here and thank you for your patience um i know you guys are waiting for my stories to come out and that alone is an honor um my once a week's probably going to be a trend until november ish um However, I do have plans to do a second episode this week, so fingers crossed I'll make the time. Um, I'm finishing up my last two classes for my bachelor's degree, so um, we're really busy with full-time job, gym, you know, life, all the things, so I appreciate your patience, but you know, we got to give time to God, and um, I'm still doing my readings. Um, This one just, it took me a little bit, but we're going to get into that in just a second, Um, but yes, once again, thank you so much for being here. If you're new here, welcome. So excited to have you here. Um, Thank you guys so much for all the feedback, all of the shares, all of the likes. Uh, I love all of it. And to everybody that joined my live on Facebook and Instagram, thank you so much for being there. And um, we're going to, you know, work on maybe getting uh, a Zoom call going for everybody, you know, something that's a little more user friendly. Um, So don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing something like that too. But yes, as always, please don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at Facebook at Bird is the Word podcast um, for all of the updates, all the posts, all the snippets. Um, really like interacting with everybody on there. I'm very responsive. So if you message me or you leave a comment, you're going to hear back from me because like uh-huh, I'm nobody famous. It's just me, guys. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into today's story. We are doing another round of Solomon. Yay! We are going to wrap up Solomon today. Now, I had this story kind of ready I I had already finished it up last week um and I have to be on I'm about to I I'm just I want to be as transparent and as honest with you guys as possible this story upset me (laughs) and I'm we'll we'll get into why um it I had questions I needed to reach out to my bible scholars before I could confidently talk to you guys about this because once again (laughs) I'm no minister. I'm no pastor. I am a regular person just like you, just like these people in the Bible, to be honest. Um, So I'm not going to say something to you guys or talk to you guys about something that I don't fully understand and that I'm not fully receiving with you as I'm speaking. Um, And this story, I'm not going to lie, kind of pissed me off. <laughs> it did. Um, So I had to reach out to my, my Bible scholars for clarification on some things here um you know the human mind we we get we're curious we want answers and me i'm a control freak i gotta have answers i gotta be in control of everything right and that's my flaw i need to let go and let god um and so yeah th- that's kind of what took me a little longer for this one and you know what to be honest i'm noticing a pattern here if you guys notice i'm taking long i i'm really trying to gather it for y'all because we're getting we're getting in deep in the old testament so again that's got a lot to do with it aside from like my personal busy life um dissecting and really understanding this man bible study is it's man it's hard so yes i'm here though i have answers i have clarification i'm confident i said a prayer right before i turned this microphone on and then the lord inspired me to do something and I did it and now I'm even more excited and more confident to talk to you guys about this so let's get into today's story we are again I said we're talking about Solomon um, we are in the book of first Kings chapter 4 and we start at verse 29 
So if you'd like to go back on your own and read this and come up with your own interpretation, I encourage you to do so. Or if you'd like to get your Bible out and notate it, whatever you need to do, let's do it. Um, so we already kind of discussed Solomon and, you know, his gift of wisdom. Um, and here in this portion of, you know, chapter four, we hear that he has more wisdom than anyone else. Um, and he had a very good reputation for it. He was very wise. He was the most wise person in all of Israel. Um, so it was just the gift that God had given him. You know, he had asked for that discernment. Remember, I was super excited about that. Um, he had asked for that wisdom and that is what God gave him. Um, he spoke 3,000 Proverbs. So um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the book of Proverbs or not, but um, I've been reading the book of Proverbs my whole life. Um, you know, in Bible studies and church and youth camp, the book of Proverbs is so beautiful. It's a beautiful book of God's instructions for our lives. And it's very specific. If you've never read the book of Proverbs, honestly, I encourage you to just open it to any random, it doesn't matter, open it to any chapter just pick a number you're going to receive some instructions from the Lord in your life that's how beautiful the book of Proverbs is and Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs I did not know that I went my whole life you know being taught the book of Proverbs and reading it and you know Bible studies and stuff and I didn't know that um, so all of that wisdom that the Lord gave Solomon is translated in the book of Proverbs um, let's keep in mind he wrote this when um, he was very young. It was in his prime. It was when, you know, he was very popular. Um, the book of First Kings talks about Solomon's life in the abundance, in the blessings. We, we get a sense of how blessed and just how favored he was. He did amazing things as king. He built the temple for his father that his father could never build um you know he built it for the lord and so you know he was a very blessed a very very good king he did great things he was a good judge um and the book of kings first kings shows us that um so you know he we even there's even a part in here that i took on my notes um that says that all of the kings from all over the world came to hear Solomon's Proverbs. And I'm like, okay, leadership. <laughs> we Okay, we love that. I'm just like picturing all of the like presidents from different countries just like at a table listening to Solomon, you know? Like that's that, that leadership thing. We do so many leadership things today still. So this is, I love, to, I love to see this. I'm not even a leader by any means, but you know, I just, I really liked hearing about this for some reason. Um... And yes, yeah, so we hear a lot about his blessings um, and the beautiful temple. Oh my God, it describes this temple with just such beauty. Oh my God. And then we hear about uh, this certain queen that comes and gives him all this gold. Like he was just a very highly favored man. I can't stress that enough. That's literally all that we read about Solomon. Like the bulk of his story is all of his wisdom. So I just, you know, we're reiterating that like a million times. Um, and then we go on to chapter 11. Um, and things switch up for Mr. Solomon, okay? It's about to, I'm about to spill the tea about Solomon, okay? Let, don't forget, let, let me just remind y'all, Solomon is David's son. Okay, <laughs> so chapter 11 in 1 Kings. You know, Solomon loved a lot of foreign women, okay? Um, we learn here that he is a very much a womanizer like his dad, okay? I, this is news to me. I did not know this. I was a little... I don't know why I was so surprised when his daddy was like that. I guess because we were just, you know, the book of Proverbs. Everything was so beautiful. I was just like, oh, Solomon, we love him, you know. And then, you know, here we are. <laughs> he's a he's a womanizer. 
Um, and so the Lord had instructed him and the Israelites um, not to marry any of these foreign women um, and, you know, to basically stay away from them because they will try to turn them to worship their gods. You know, women can be very, you know, influential. Men lust for women. I would imagine in these times there was not much else to do but lust. I don't know. <laughs> um so it, it's one of those things where God's like, you know, y'all stay away from these women. And um, the one message I pick from that is like, look, if God's keeping us from something or God doesn't want us to do something, it's for a reason, right? I mean, <laughs> that's all we could think. Um, and so Solomon had 700 wives that were princesses and 300 wives that were concubines. Excuse me, what? When I read this, I was like, I double took. I was like, um, <laughs> What? <laughs> Not a thousand. Okay. A thousand wives. How did he have the time to like hang out with all these wives? And I know they didn't have cell phones. So I'm like, what? How did you do? Solomon, how did you manage all of these women? How did they not beat each other up? Like what was going on? I'm imagining Solomon was in some drama, boy. Like a thousand wives. You cannot tell me there was no drama in his life. Oh my God. A thousand women. You... I know how I am as a woman. A thousand of me. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I can't. That number is astronomical. And I just want to know how, how he did this. Was he just traveling like every single day of his life? Like, oh, today I got to go see this woman. Oh, today. Like, I don't understand how he managed a thousand women. But hey, he did it. You know, it's not for us to understand, right? He So he had, a, you know, oh, he had a thousand wives. The Bible says wives, baby, <laughs> not girlfriends. So he definitely went against the Lord here. Um, he does exactly what the Lord tells him not to. And exactly what the Lord said would happen with these women happened with Solomon. They they turned his heart away from God um, to worshiping their gods. And, um, you know, we got to talk about this because um, this was a little hard for me to read. Um, but it goes back to that message that I pulled. If God's trying to keep us away from something, it's for a reason. Um, and I know that there are times in our lives that the Lord is trying to show us something in some way. Um, trying to protect us, trying to keep us from doing something. Don't go to this party. Don't go to this um, person's house. You know, there are signs that the Lord is speaking to us and trying to keep us away from something. And we cannot sit here and say that we always listen. You know what I mean? Because there are many times where I know God's telling me not to do something and I do it anyways. You know what I mean? So I had to bring myself back to earth when I was a little disappointed when I read this. Because I'm like, wait, Brittany, hold on. You know there have been many times in your life that at the time I didn't know that it was God telling me. Um, but I later realized that it was. And I didn't listen. Um, so let's keep it moving. So... The Bible says that uh, he turned away from the Lord, um, and this was unlike David. You know, he was like David in so many ways. Um, we know David's relationship with the Lord was so strong. He was so faithful, even though he was a sinner. He was also the one that always repented and asked for forgiveness and wrote beautiful psalms. Um, that was not the case with Solomon. Um, he ended up following um, Ash Ashtoreth, um, which is a goddess of the Sidonians. Um, and this is the goddess of war and sexual love. And then he also followed Milcom, which is an idol of the Amorites, Ammonites. And this is a god of fertility. 
Um, and he actually ended up building temples for these gods. And I'm like, okay, 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 you crossing the line. Not only are you worshiping these gods, you building them a temple? I'm like, I was reading this and I was like outraged. I was like, sir, I can't believe my ears. I can't believe my ears. Yeah, because I'm hearing it, right? I'm like, I'm hearing it in my head and I'm just like, wait, hold on, what? So he built these palaces, and, and the Bible also says that he did this for all of his foreign wives' gods. So this man was building palaces for all of these false gods, the thing that God told him. This is also in the Ten Commandments. Let's, let's, let's backtrack and keep in mind. This is in the Ten Commandments, to not worship false gods or put any gods or any other idols before him. Um, and Solomon did not obey God. Um, and so the Lord did say and, and tell Solomon that he was going to tear the kingdom away from him and give it to his servant. And um, we we gotta we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. Um, so you know the Lord is gonna handle this situation. Of course, you're not gonna just turn your back on God after all this and get away with it. You know what I mean? After everything. But here's my problem, and this is why I want to talk to you guys about why I was stuck on this story. The Book of Proverbs. Again, I've read it my entire life, and it's so beautiful. Again, I encourage you to just open up your Bible, look up a Bible app, and pull a Proverbs story, um, you know, chapter. They're beautiful. They're the most beautiful, most important teachings in the Bible. It's literally an instruction manual from God himself. And um, so... Knowing that and knowing that Solomon wrote them, I was even more obsessed with Solomon. I was like, oh my God, like this makes so much sense to me. And I'm like, I didn't know that. But then when I read this, I was pissed because clearly Solomon had some, you know, sexual sins going on. He was a very lustful man and it's fine. He's a human being. He's allowed to sin. Um, but I had a really hard time understanding how we could read these proverbs these beautiful words of wisdom from a man that did this to the lord i literally was so pissed i was like how could we read this how could we read proverbs knowing what solomon did he just turned his back on god and and that was it and then he dies he dies worshiping other gods he doesn't go back to him i had a problem with that I was like, I, I, I was mad. I was kind of disappointed because, again, this is all new to me. I, I've never read these, this story about Solomon before. So I, I was mad. I, I needed answers. I had questions because I knew in my heart that there I was missing something. I knew in my heart there was more explanation to this. I, I just couldn't accept that this happened the way it did, the way I was reading it. And I, I got those answers when I, you know, uh, consulted with my friends who are Bible scholars and I did get clarification um, on this situation and one of the things that we discussed and that I pulled is that this person Solomon is a normal human being and I've preached that so many times in these stories we're all human beings we all mess up we all have our own minds but one thing, what my, I talked to my mom about this. My mom told me, you have to remember that these people in the Bible that we are talking about were ordinary people just like us that were called upon by the Lord. They were literally just normal, regular people living their lives that were called upon by God, that, were, that God was doing work in their lives. 
they they were normal human beings. They are not, they were no different than you and I, even though in my mind and in our minds when we're reading this, we think so highly of them. And I think we've talked about this before. You know, we put them in this high place because I'm like, oh my God, you know, you were doing these things for God. You're doing these things for God. But like, how is Solomon any different from some of these priests that we see on TV that are, um, you know, preaching the word of God and doing these sick things to kids? Um, or, you know, other leaders that preach the word of God that turn around and go and do other sinful, disgusting things. You know what I mean? Not to call out the priest. I'm sorry if you're Catholic. I didn't mean, I didn't mean nothing by that. But they're kind of controversial. You got to admit it. They're always, we're always hearing stuff about it. And it's, it's fine. And so I think to myself when I hear those stories, because I come at everything with a very open mind. It is my specialty. I am about to graduate to be in social work. So I'm, I'm trained to have an open mind and to have understanding in all aspects, in all culturals, in, you know, a very diverse environment. Um, so when I've heard these stories um, about like the priests and these leaders that do these things, in my mind, it never disregarded their word from God. So why did I feel so offended at Solomon? You know what I mean? Because even though Solomon did what he did, the wisdom in the book of Proverbs was still wisdom from God. He was still walking with the Lord when he when he wrote these things. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't disregard his word. It doesn't disregard that wisdom that he was given by God. And I think in my mind, that's what I was trying to do. I was like, there's no way this is not okay. I can't, I can't, how can I read this Proverbs with this man doing these things? And that's a normal human emotion. You know, my friend that I talked to at work, you know, her and her mom are Bible scholars. And she told me, you're allowed to feel that way. Like, absolutely. Like, that's a valid feeling. And I'm like, is it? (laughs) She's like, it is, you know, that it's very confusing. And, you know, her mother had talked to me on the phone and she said, um, this is just one of those things that you got to kind of trust in God. And it's one of those things that God left as the unknown. You know, we don't know why Solomon did that, but we don't know why we do a lot of the things that we do. We all stray. We all go our different paths. We are human beings and we are always given a choice. And that's another thing that I've learned from Solomon's stories that we are always given a choice. He was given a choice. The Lord instructed him and told him what to do. He chose to stray. He chose to follow his, you know, those lustful feelings and, um, you know, sin against God and follow these gods and, and follow these women. You know, he clearly had, <laughs> you know, the lustful, the spirit of lust on him, you know. Um, he was very easily influenced by these women. I mean, a thousand women, baby. <laughs> That's a lot. Still not over that. Um, but so, again, another thing that we need to keep in mind, too, is that this isn't the end of Solomon's story in the Bible. Now, it does say that he dies, of course, um, and he does die worshiping other gods. But we still have the book of um, Ecclesiastes and um, Lamentations. These are books. These are books that Solomon also wrote. And these are from a different perspective because remember I told you Proverbs was at his prime when he was young. He was very enthusiastic. He was walking with God. It was in his prime. Um, Ecclesiastes and Lamentations are when he's older and we get a sense of like where his mind was at in um in this process of what he was doing and and kind of what direction his life started to go and before i started the podcast i opened the bible and i was like i'm gonna skim ecclesiastes just to see if i get a little insight and i 
the Lord told me he wanted me to read you guys this um, story, this um, chapter. So I'm going to read to you um, Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Um, I'm going to read to you verse, I guess it's 1 through 11. So I'm going to read this to you because I want you to hear where Solomon's mind was headed. And then it kind of makes more sense. As, like it didn't just come out of nowhere. He was, let me just read this to you and then we're going to talk about it. So chapter 1, Ecclesiastes. These are the words of the philosopher David's son who was king in Jerusalem. It is useless. Useless, said the philosopher. Life is useless, all useless. You spend your life working, laboring, and what do you have to show for it? Generations come and generations go, but the world stays just the same. The, the sun still rises and it still goes down, going wearily back to where it must start all over again. The wind blows south, the wind blows north, round and round and back again. Every river flows into the sea, but the sea is not yet full. The water returns to where the rivers began and starts all over again. Everything leads to weariness, a weariness too great for words. Our eyes can never see enough to be satisfied. Our ears can never hear enough. What has happened before will happen again. What has been done before will be done again. There is nothing new in the whole world. Look, they say, here is something new. But no, it has all happened before, long before we were born. No one remembers what has happened in the past, and no one in days to come will remember what happens between now and then. So this, when I read this, I was like, oh my God, we are getting like, this is the most, this is such a human chapter written by a true human being. You cannot tell me the Bible is not real after reading these things. I just, I'm so baffled because again, my entire life, I literally am like, I was just under this impression that the Bible was just rainbows and butterflies and I didn't see any reality in it other than these cute pictures that I was painted. But I mean, they had to paint these pictures for me. I was a kid. Um, so reading this, I'm. this is a true human being feeling. Feelings that I know some of us have felt or feel sometimes. Life is useless. You spend your life working, laboring, and what do you have to show for it? Period, bro. How many of y'all are tired of just clocking in and clocking out? It's like, what does my sister say? She's like, I'm so tired of working. She's like, we literally just live to work. Oh my God, Solomon understood that. Solomon felt that. And these are feelings that we still as human beings feel today. And so I was like super baffled when I read that. And that is the reassurance that God gave me just right now before I turn this microphone on. God showed me. He was like, girl, look, let me show you this man. This man just like you. You you just like him. Don't judge him. <laughs> you know, because here I am judging Solomon. I was pissed. I'm not, I got to ask God to forgive me for being so mad about that. Um, and so this was like God showing me like these feelings. Listen to this is a, a human being, a, a normal human being with valid feelings and I'm not saying that it was right what he did to turn away from God especially after everything the Lord had done for him I don't understand how why but you know this first chapter we're kind of seeing what's going on in his mind he's like okay 
he's really having a full circle moment about the reality of his life, about the reality of humanity. And I mean, people do that every day. People are always, you know, I see on social media all the time, people are talking about God isn't real, the Bible isn't real, and science this, and evolution this. And, you know, these are things that this is kind of what it looks like Solomon's questioning. Like, what are we here for? What was I made for? You know what I mean? And that, you know, that's a very, very common thing that still goes on today. Um, and then we have right here in Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I'm just going to read you a little tiny snippet because the last one was long. He says, I decided to enjoy myself and find out what happiness is. But I found that this is useless too. I discovered that laughter is foolish, that pleasure does you no good. Driven on by my desire for wisdom i desired to cheer myself up with wine and have a good time i thought that this might be the best way people can spend their short lives on earth okay so i'm like is this another mental health moment in the bible because uh, i i'm seeing some depression here i'm seeing some you know feelings of sadness of worthlessness this is a mental health issue in the bible in my opinion it sounds like solomon was going through it um, so now that I've read that and now that my Bible scholars, my friends helped me and pointed me in this direction to understand, because again, I was in first Kings and just out of nowhere, Solomon turns on the Lord and then he dies. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Hold up. I had questions and I, I was like, there's no way it ends there. But after reading this and seeing where his mind was, I'm seeing a human being for who he truly was. And I have to remember that. The wisdom that the Lord gave him, it was still valid wisdom. And and again, I encourage you to, we're going to do, um, I'm going to do a story in the book of Proverbs this week because I have a really good one that I want to talk about. But I encourage you, if you've never, even if you've never read the book of Proverbs, I encourage you to just pull a random chapter. You're going to get something out of it. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It is literally the life manual for us from God himself. And I... I feel silly now for being a little discouraged, but again, I'm a human being just like Solomon and I have to cut him some slack, even though I'm not okay with what he did. He disobeyed the Lord and nothing good came from that. But it looks like here, even in chapter two, he was saying, um, I discovered that laughter is foolish, that pleasure does you no good. So even though he was disobeying the Lord and doing as he pleased, he wasn't happy. And things weren't going good for him. And, um, you know, that's just the way it be when you don't follow God. Am I right? And um, I've learned that in my adult life. You know, before I started this podcast, I, I learned that. I, a, a life without the Lord, yeah, you think you're happy. You think that everything's all good. But it's not. <laughs> it, it's really not. And, and you find that out one way or another. So, you know, I, I do just, I pray that these stories, you know, help you find your way back to God some way, somehow. It doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter what church you choose to go to. I, I just hope that you don't end up like Solomon. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel now that I know what he was going through, I feel bad for him because mental health wasn't a thing back then, but baby, he was depressed. <laughs> Poor thing. Like, he was going through it, and I just why didn't he turn to God? You know what I mean? Like I talked about this last story, you know, turning to God, it needs to be, turning to God needs to be like preached in regard to mental health. You know what I mean? And this is another one of those things where I'm like, man, Solomon, Solomon was going through it and nobody knew, but God knew, of course, God knows our hearts, but 
you know, he continued to just live life the way he wanted to and worship those gods and be with those women. And uh, it didn't, it didn't sound like he was doing well in his decision making. So yeah, that, that's, I just, I had a hard time with this story, but I'm really glad that I got it together. And I'm really glad that I was able to find the words to talk to you guys about this. And, um, it was hard. The Old Testament's hard. <laughs> it's getting harder, you know, and it's it's sad that these things are still among us. And I think that's the beauty of the Old Testament for me, you know, is that we are seeing real life human beings in these stories. You cannot tell me this is made up. You cannot tell me that this is fabricated, that somebody wrote this to make us feel better about ourselves. Absolutely not. This is a real human being right here. And a real human being that was swallowed by temptation. And um, we do that. That happens to us too. We are no different from him. And you know, that's just, you know, the message that I pulled from him and, and just the importance of obeying God. And it's very hard, but as you're listening to my podcast and you're listening to my stories, you 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 can show yourself through my stories and through what I'm saying from the, the Bible. You can show yourself how to be more open-minded um, in regard to God talking to you in your life. And it doesn't matter if you haven't been to church in years. It doesn't matter if you're not baptized, if you've never been to church. If you literally just, as soon as you're done listening to this, tell God that you want to hear from him, pray and ask him to help you. He is there and ready to receive you. You know, if you have kids, if you have relatives that, that need prayer, pray, ask, ask for him. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter that you don't go to church. It doesn't matter. You can start here at this podcast right now with these stories because I don't want you to end up like Solomon. <laughs> I play too much, but seriously, um, you know, God, God's waiting for you and he's always there. And, and, and it's so important. I want, I'm saying this because he warned Solomon and he told him and he warns us, but you have to, you have to put your heavenly, you know, take off your earthly goggles and, and be able to seek and hear and listen and look for ways that it is God talking to you in your life. You know, things aren't coincidental. So if something, you know, is, like, man, I, I want to go to this party, but like my car keeps messing up and now my kid's screaming and, and now things are getting in the way. What, it, are those things getting in the way or is that God trying to keep you at home for that night? You know what I mean? Like things like that. We have to be open minded because if God is doesn't want it for you, it's not for you. And there's a reason he's trying to keep you know you from it you just have to listen and obey and it's easier said than done right because <laughs> you want to go to that party you just bought your outfit girl i feel it <laughs> i'm just kidding but seriously um thank you guys so much for being here i know this was a very long one today um i hope you all enjoyed it um yeah i just i pray that none of us end up like solomon <laughs> I pray that some of us end up like Solomon in the, you know, realms of the wisdom and the Proverbs. Absolutely. Because you know what? The Bible focuses on his prosperous life. We only get a snippet of, you know, the negative. But, you know, like I said, even in that National Geographic thing that I had bought at HEB that I told you guys about, it only talks about Solomon's 
wealth and his positivity and his wisdom because that is what the Lord wanted him for and that is what the Lord wanted us to get from him so we have to remember that we have to just try not to see him in that negative light you know and if we do choose to go that route let's remember that he was a human being um but there was a point in his life that the Lord was speaking through him and using him and blessing him um so yeah I'm like I need to take it easy on Solomon I keep talking mess about him but he was a good he was a good a good king one of the best and he was David's son so um he was highly favored in the eyes of God and God does end up taking the kingdom from him um and God does say that he's not going to do it during his lifetime um, for the sake of David, because, you know, him and David, they was cool, they was buddies, but, you know, he does tear it out of his son's hands, and, yeah, the ending's not good for him, but, yeah, so, I will stop taking up any more of your time, it's been 32 minutes, and I just, I really hope you enjoyed today's story, and I will see you guys in the next one, bye!